This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm your old Carly. And I'm Nate Gavna. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Agony Rants is a show where you're a vision winner and a comedian... Solve, solve your problems. Your problems. You've Look one. after you. Help you. <laughs> They're your support group. Your friends. Actually... We just rant. Do you know what the there's sad, a lot of ranting? Do you know what the saddest thing in the world is? Right. Oh. Speaking of rants, here's a rant. The saddest thing. The in saddest th- thing in the world at the moment is I have a brace on my bottom teeth. Right now, I mean, I'm not going to go into why I have it. It wasn't even my choice, and I didn't even know I was getting it. I just basically stepped out of the chair and had one. But look, oh, we are oh. where we are. We'll power through. I can't get a dentist to take an appointment at the moment. You have one in your bathroom. I- <laughs> I could have I could have paid the dental. I, I thought I was getting a little clip on a tooth, and I, I've got anyway. I've a break. Mm, okay, okay. The most difficult word for me to say is garrowed. <laughs> but how often do you have to say it? Very rare. <laughs> Just the, at the top of the show, and I go garrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not as difficult as it is for when Instagram put in the captions <laughs> to try and oh, guess yeah. what you're saying. I'm Garut. Garut or uh, you're all sorts of things. And it says a lot about the way I say it that it actually spells it different nearly every time. Yeah. <laughs> Neve, I've had a week. How was your week? Well, it was good. You know, I, I always get slightly uh, concerned about the anticipation of Halloween because it is Halloween today. I know, it's it, Halloween. Halloween. I forgot this is going to end Halloween. Halloween. Have you got... Have you got treats in? No, I'll tell you why. Because I've been living in the same place for 14 years. And nobody's knocked. And no, never. <laughs> so, not one single person has ever knocked on my door. Yeah, but you, know, you get the treats in so you can eat them when nobody comes up. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I remember the first year, I was all excited. I had my bowl in the hall. Did you? Yeah, you know the way you'd, like your mom would have a bowl in the hall? Amazing. Yeah, filled and nobody with, like, Did you get dib dabs and, you know, and all that? Is no, I didn't get dib dabs. I got fun size um, buttons. Oh, yeah. Fun size packs of buttons. I got fruit. Fruit and nut, and you know, like, a, you know, nuts. Oh, my God, nobody. Yeah, no, I'm, I'd imagine a kid would egg your house now if you gave them fruit. Thank Christ, nobody knocked at your door. Fruit. <laughs> I remember years ago, we knocked on a door uh, of, it was down the road from where we lived, mm-hmm. and there was students living there, and they took our bags in to fill them with stuff, and they took the sweets, and they put, like, potatoes and broccoli in them. What age were you? Oh, we were probably about maybe 10. Okay. And when I say we bricked that house. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this we this aggressive behavior. Mercy, <laughs> like we lit fires, <laughs> took out porch doors, you name it. <laughs> Toilet seats. It, no? was, it was <laughs> nice culty lads thinking they were playing a trick on young Dublin kids and uh, boy did they pay for it. You're probably in the witness protection program still. <laughs> but you learned a valuable lesson. They did. No, you learned. Well, we one. learned. Well, I mean, never give in. We your learned bag a very again. minor lesson. They learned a massive <laughs> life lesson. You know, it's so funny because when my where we live, there there was no other kids on the road when the kids were growing up, right? Because it's only a few houses. But obviously, one one week one year, uh, they decided they wanted to trick or treat because the cousins were visiting. Oh, so because uh, normally we went out to a party or a thing. It's not like I deprived my children of Halloween, but it wasn't just a big deal. So this year, because the cousins were coming, we felt we had to make a thing of it. But obviously, there were no other children on the road. We'd never trick-or-treated before. So I literally <laughs> ran out before they came out to trick-or-treat. And I ran down the road, giving them in things to give them. <gasps> to give them, you know. Uh, so I met neighbours I didn't even know I had. But, uh, you know, basically I said, 
these children are going to come. Please give them this, you know, and and fair play to them. They were brilliant. They played a brilliant job. And some of them even gave like a few bob in their pocket. Do you remember, uh, do you remember you used to get money? Did yeah, you money. Yeah. You always got money from like a rich family that were unprepared. No, yeah, the twenty-year-old young professional—they yeah. were the ones that would dip into the wallet out of guilt. Yeah, go. But, you yeah, see but the nowadays, be, society now. Yeah, I was just going to say you'd be really, really under pressure now because nobody has cash. Well, a lot of the kids have Revolut. <laughs> <laughs> I discovered that the hard way. I am so sorry. <laughs> I was like, I don't have a pick of cash on me, and they were like, no problem. <laughs> open, your, open your Revolut there. <laughs> I, I take cards. <laughs> I remember years ago, my mom, like my mom always used to make us great costumes. Like I have to say, fair play to her. But the the starting point was always a black bag. There's nothing that woman couldn't make of a black bag. Especially back in the, you know, they were more sturdy then. They were sturdy. And I remember like, oh God, I remember one year I had dog hair sellotape to it because I wanted to go with a dog. <laughs> you, you, know. you took hair off your dog to do that. Yeah. Well, no, just like dog hair out of the, out of the bed. I mean, out I made the it bin, myself. It was, so I wasn't out allowed to. <laughs> no, out of the dog bed. Okay. Yeah, the, you know, inside of the kennel, there'd be was, oh. bits of tufts. <laughs> so a very small part of I was a very method child. <laughs> there was never money spent on costumes no. when I was growing up. No, no, like, no. Like, they were always like, you made it. No, no. Uh, well, listen, to be fair, nine times out of ten, that's how, what happened to me. Because generally speaking, the boys would not tell me they want to dress up until... It was time to dress up. I once sacrificed a black jumper of Jack's. or uh, There was all sorts of things. I, I basically cut things up to make them look like stuff. And, you know, luckily I, I started doing Panto about 2010. So I had like that kind of makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever buy that makeup <laughs> set that you get from? Oh, yeah. It's like all the pan sticks. And, and none the, of it yeah. feckin' works. Yeah. But anyway, so I used to have like the best makeup. So actually, weirdly, I did more makeup on my kids older. Because when they started going out to clubs, they wanted the face. They didn't necessarily dress up, but they would have like this facial thing. So I did zombie faces and all that sort of stuff. Never did that kind of level of makeup. And anybody who knows me knows I have done the same makeup <laughs> on my face for 20, like 30 years. right? But I have this makeup from Panto. So I like the white stuff and then I draw and I just watch it on YouTube and replicate it with as best I could. That's you know, I mean, that's exceptional, Mammy. Uh, yeah, nice. but quite frankly, that's to make up for the fact that for years I, I didn't encourage them at all. <laughs> didn't bring them trick or treat, but and I didn't do any. To be honest, that. I think Halloween, like a lot of people, are really into Halloween, and yeah, it's, it's never been a. No. I've never been that into it. I did make a pumpkin pie one year. Did you? Because I wanted to try it. Like, and? yeah, so about it. No, I, I, I went too far. I should have just bought it. You can get a tin of pumpkin that's sweetened. Oh God! I got a pumpkin. Oh, we carved a pumpkin. We carved, took out the middle of it. Messy. I stewed it. I, God Messy. almighty. And I swear to God, when I say that pie tasted like shit. <laughs> You'd high hopes. I've ne- it was like, it was essentially, it was like turnip pie. That's what it was like. Turnip, cinnamon and cream. Don't knock it down. It was not great. Turnip pie is coming. <laughs> the way things are going. Well, apparently turnip is well, it's sweet, really, low GI. It? Okay. Yeah, so like people that are into that sort of thing. <laughs> Low GI. Yeah. Let's have a turn of pie. GI diet. You're still, if you're eating a pie, right? <laughs> turnip is yeah. not going to be on. <laughs> so we did a shout out to 
get your Halloween stories. Down with fun, <laughs> no name, uh, says, <laughs> down with fun, what a name. I got suspended from convent school doing a Ouija board at lunchtime. You know, I feel an affinity with down with fun because obviously I got suspended from convent school, but for a very different reason. <laughs> oh yeah, you were suspended for snogging. Yeah, fornicating in the fields. Fornicating the in the fields. Yes, you know, Ouija she was board. Fornic- she was basically talking to the dead. Yeah, Ouija board. I never did a Ouija board. Did you ever do a Ouija board? I don't, not knowingly. So well, I suppose. <laughs> so I suppose maybe the answer is no. Look, we were like I remember being told about that when we were kids. We we're like, don't ever do that. You're oh, no, o- that's like it. you're opening a gateway to You'll hell. You'll be possessed. Yeah, you, that's exactly it. I know. You can't tell kids that now. Whereas like kids, it. then you know, I, I think American kids were a lot more open to it. We were just basically as told we go to hell. <laughs> so okay. I was terrified of a Ouija board. Anytime anyone mentioned it, oh. like I remember hearing that somebody had brought one into school, and I was terrified. Did you think like it was going to be like Carrie? No, I thought my mom find out. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to being afraid of your mom? I know. <laughs> it was a simpler time. Pauline Power says, in the 80s, we never got sweets, Sweet. only nuts and apples. And we were weak. I don't know what she means by we were weak. Maybe they, they maybe she was like, we should have really stood up. Do you want to read Chasmataz's one? It goes from the bottom up. Went to Pharmaphobia a few years ago with my sisters to get us in the mood for Halloween. Don't know why we went, as we were all cowards. We screamed our way through it, and my sister was so afraid she never let go of my arm. She destroyed my black cardigan and left bruises and nail marks in my arms. <laughs> my other sister froze with fear. They found her through the CCTV stuck to the <laughs> one of the walls covering her ears with her eyes shut needless to say we will never go back again oh my god like I, have you seen that pharmaphobia thing it looks no. terrifying no I, I couldn't cope like, with that I, sudden there's I a lot of sudden I'd say yeah, a lot of sudden. Like, I, I, I can't cope with sudden a lot of my friends have gone to it and uh, I've, ne- I've never partaken and I never will oh I love that actually though going with your sister's older like that would be a bit of a yeah, pharmaphobia I don't know like, where is it I I think it's a mead. Oh, okay. Yeah, and people basically go and they get terrified. <laughs> yeah, clearly. For <laughs> 20 quid. You know, maybe start with something a little less. Maybe go to the waxworks or something like that. Yeah, I think you've got to work up. Like, go on a ghost train I know, in Mosny. I, I, yeah, well, that's fair enough. There wouldn't be as much sudden there. No. Siobhan says, we used to play a nut race. One oh. year I was dressed as Gem from Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> Don't know if you remember her. I absolutely do. <laughs> you get that reaction tells you Truly all you need to know. Outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> and I got very excited about the nut race so much so that I got a nosebleed and bled <laughs> all over my lovely gem costume. Oh my God, we love you, Siobhan. Because <laughs> a nut race, did you, did you do a nut race? No, what the a hell is a nut, nut race? A nut race was basically where you put a peanut, a okay. monkey nut on the ground. Okay. And then you had to roll it with your nose. Oh, I was thinking she she got excited and her nose bled. You know the way that would have happened if you had. <laughs> no, I think she smashed her face into the floor. Is that like she scraped yeah, her? I think she basically no. smashed her face into the floor. Oh my god! <laughs> I never played a nut race. I feel bad now. No, you look. You've got a perfect nose, though. Oh you my god! You can always spot the people that you can always spot the people that played the nut race. <laughs> <laughs> Leads to a flatter face. Oh my gosh! If I'd known, because you know my husband's always slagging me about having a big nose. Is he? Mm-hmm. Leave him. <laughs> Attention, Agony Rants listener. I am on tour at the moment with my show, Glamour Hammer. Most of the dates this side of Christmas are sold out, but we are adding a lot more right now, and I will be going everywhere. There are tickets available for Nall, Port Leash, and The Everyman in Cork, and we've added second nights in Limerick, Wexford, and Port Leash. 
Uh, we've loads more dates to go on sale, including dates in the UK. So if there is somewhere you would like me to go, send me a message and let me know because I'm very flexible. Oh, wow. Well, flexible. I haven't seen that yet. Wherever two or more people <laughs> meet, I will be there to entertain. You can get tickets uh, using the links on my Instagram bio or on my website. Lovely. So love to see you there. I have it on good authority. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Need a lot of people have been asking me how I get my physique, right? Uh, brownies. Uh, <laughs> Need, I will leave. <laughs> no, don't leave. Don't I will leave. walk out of this studio. Don't do it. I have started my fitness journey. What again? <laughs> this is like the third time. Need, a journey is a journey, and it takes a while. <laughs> okay. okay? <laughs> so I joined F Forty Five, right? Oh, right um, which is a gym. Uh, it's a group of gyms in Dublin. Okay. Uh, they have branches all around Dublin, and I have to say, it's working. I well, don't hate it. I can see. I can see it's working. <laughs> he said that is very kind. I don't like honestly. I don't know where it's been all my life. It's like high intensity functional training that you do as part of a team. Oh, okay. Right? Now you know me in teams. Not for me. <laughs> not I don't for know. me. I don't know. I'm not a team player. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you do. It's actually great because everyone's working at the same time. Yeah. And the exercise that you do is adapted for all different abilities. So you don't feel the judge. Like, yeah, so yeah. nobody's judging you. Oh, that's Like, great. it's absolutely brilliant. And whether you want to achieve a specific goal or whether you just want to start training, F45 can help you. Okay. The best thing, now this is my favourite thing about the whole thing. Okay. You are in and out in 45 minutes. Oh, good. There's no like, this, today it was 55. It's like, you start at a specific time, you are walking out the door 45 minutes later and you've done a good workout. Do they do that thing, you know, five more? And no, oh. they don't. There's none of that. Oh, well, then I'm no, straight No, there's in. no messing with your head. And they're also really positive. <laughs> oh, great. Like I like are, that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I got yeah. a high five coming out the other day. Did Thrilled you? Thrilled with myself. Oh, my Thrilled. goodness. Yeah, absolutely. High five. Do we need to do that at the end of this now? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm a bro now. You're a bro. I'm a gym bro. Like, it's a really friendly place, and I always think gyms can be very adversarial. Oh, well, and of hostile. Course, Downright hostile. And I am always the worst in the group, and I don't feel terrible about it. Amazing. Yeah, they're absolutely lovely. So don't waste any more time. Get started today at 45. Neve, we are pausing for a moment to remind our lovely listeners that we are a part of the Headstuff Plus. Are you ex- excited that I was able to say that? You're so enthusiastic. I know I am. If you enjoy the show, you can sign up to support us. And in return for that, you will get access to a bonus feed. Oh, yeah. Which contains ad-free versions of the show and you can enjoy the bonus content from all of the shows across the network including Spice Bags which is returning for a new season Uh, Spice Bags is hosted by May, Dee and Blanca and they take you on a culinary trip they have episodes on all types of cuisine and the culinary world and they are all absolutely brilliant I actually really love this show they've also won a rake of awards Yeah, which Uh, I'm very jealous of stop with the awards conversation we're not going there we're not going there Right, um, but, and, but you know, anything food related is definitely going to be up our street. Oh, it's pretty brilliant. Up uh, our strasse, as they exactly. say. Exactly. <laughs> so have a little listen to Spice Bags. They are returning soon. The award-winning Spice Bags podcast is back with season four. You can expect the same mix of staple chats with me, Dee Laffin, Blanca Valencia, and Mei Chin, and deep dives into countries, cuisines, conversations with people from the international community of food in Ireland. Look forward to listening to episodes about shopping, about cakes, Argentina, Nigeria, plus an episode to celebrate the launch of our cookbook, Blast Books Soup. So tune in to us wherever you access your podcasts or Headstuff Podcast we have a follow-up from Philip. Wow, okay, I love a follow-up. said, 
I was listening to your episode on money this week and I wanted to share my view of going out to buy coffee as opposed to stopping it to save money. Oh, okay. Uh, I think he's having a go at you, Niamh. Uh, this sounds like it. Yeah, strap in. My local coffee shop is about a mile away from home. I go there every weekday for a coffee before I start work. Mm-hmm. And he says, in brackets, I work from home. It gets me out of the house. It gives me some exercise, provides me with caffeine and gives me a little bit of routine. A coffee at this coffee shop costs two sixty. That makes about £52 per month, depending on my mood and whether I can resist the pastries. <laughs> now, I could go to the gym, which is at least £42 a month membership. But let's be honest, I'd go for a couple of weeks, hate it and not go back while still paying for the membership. Mm-hmm. I also find it difficult to get out of the house without a reason. And the gym is not a reason. <laughs> so, in reality, going for coffee is healthy. So do not let the naysayers tell you to stop buying coffee, Are exclamation t- mark. He means me. He means you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Also, if I walk an extra hundred yards to go to Greg's for coffee, <laughs> which isn't bad, no judgment. <laughs> Always in a coffee field rage here now. A coffee is only 160, saving even more and adding more steps. Thanks for the show. I enjoy it so much. When is Garo being Glamour Hammer to England? That's from Philip. I notice he doesn't ask when I'm coming to England. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't want to meet his mommy, Philip. <laughs> I got to tell you, Philip, you're right. £624 a year on coffee. If that's your main hobby, I say go for it, right? But I'm going to tell you now. The whole point is... <laughs> on the soapbox again I now. Feel, I you feel poked you, the bear. I feel you've missed the point here, Philip. I love the fact that it gets you out. A mile is a good walk. I think if we've got anything from this letter, <laughs> I will say, if you haven't been to a Greg's... Oh, you like a Greg's? What a revelation. I love a Greg's. Is it down here yet? No, it's not. They don't have it here. They have it in Belfast. You it's can come and visit so us. It's so good. It's in so, the apple the, greens the, up there. The, is it the sausage beans and... Sausage, sausage beans and cheese pasty? There's something <gasps> wrong with you. My God. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. No, not for me. Really? Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> um, Philip, yes. And since you ask, I am bringing Glamour Hammer to England. I am doing, there'll be a London show. It'll probably be on sale by the time this goes. Oh, comes out. that's exciting. Exciting. And I'm also doing shows in Newcastle, uh, Glasgow. Think Edinburgh. All the places Eurovision is not. And ma- yeah. <laughs> you doing Liverpool? And maybe Manchester. Yeah, no, I don't think I'm doing I don't think I'm doing I might be. Oh. I mean, they'll be adding more to it. Yeah. But there's four or five going on. Amazing. Soon. So, yeah. Philip. So see you there, listen, Philip. Make sure and make yourself known to pa- to Garode afterwards. Yeah, meet you in a Greg's. Yeah. Greg's. Sausage, beans, and cheese, coffee. pasty. For cheap coffee. Cheap coffee. <laughs> on me. And the extra hundred yards. On me. 160. <laughs> 160. Philip, I admire, no I admire what you're saying there. And I will say this, right, in all seriousness. It's about prioritising what's important. I never say give up coffee completely if it's your thing. But, yeah. it's, a, but it's a lot of money. Okay, so we've got a problem. We've got a problem. Dear Neve and Garode, I have been listening since week one. Welcome. Actually, I think this is our anniversary. Yeah, it'll be our anniversary. It, today, the day we're recording, is our anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. We are a year old. Wow. Yeah. That's so exciting. We launched on the 18th of October last year. Wow. Aw. Oh, good And Those bastards wouldn't even get us a donut. I know. Oh, I'm going to go out after this now and go and have war. <laughs> 
It's an anniversary. We're like strictly pretending it's Halloween on the, on the 18th of October, aren't we? <laughs> we have to forward sell. I know, no, it's, I know. it's the industry. It's the industry. We're pre-recording. Okay, so. Uh, dear Neve and Garot, I'm an OG listener. I've been listening since week one when I heard you on the Ray Darcy show. Love it. Loving the show. My problem is one I know you will enjoy because it is one that you both don't agree on. <gasps> Holiday activities. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God, we do not agree on those. <laughs> Myself and my boyfriend isolated together for the pandemic. And almost every day we spoke about this big adventure holiday that we were going to plan. The idea was that we would do it this summer and we decided to push it out to next summer to save more money so we can really go big. Mm. We spoke about how we we would go to Australia, scuba diving, bungee jumping, etc. Then we would travel back through Asia and we would spend about six months doing it. Amazing. That does sound fab. And before you ask, no, I'm not having second thoughts about him. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big however coming. (laughs) However, the thoughts of slumming it for six months, hostels and bungee jumps, dot, 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 it just feels like a lot. (laughs) I... I'm on the same page, Kaz. <laughs> Kaz. I don't want to disappoint him, but I want to enjoy it. Okay. What do you think I should do? Kaz. Kaz, I... <laughs> Every holiday I've ever been on has been this problem. It's just... You're like me. You want a holiday to be a holiday. Yeah, okay. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong there's with nothing that. There's nothing wrong with that. But you, you falsely advertised your interest in it, Cass. You see, it was grand see, in lockdown when you weren't done. allowed to even go down the road. You've hit the nail on the head. <laughs> what she's done is, he's been all excited <laughs> and they've been having a lovely time together and we'll do this. And you were like, yes, of course, love. It sounds fantastic. It's so exciting. Look at you. You're all muscly and we're all in love and it's great. Yeah, let's jump off something in a few years' time. Okay. And a few years' time is fine. And as now long it's as it come. stays. It stays a few years' yeah. time. Oh my God, you see, What happens with me in that situation, right, okay. is I am with a planner, right? Okay. So my boyfriend will plan. Mm-hmm. He will He will put the spreadsheet together mm-hmm. and I'll go off you go because that's part of it for him. He loves, he loves planning. He loves doing all of that stuff. And, and... Lo- like a bit of administration. <laughs> he loves it. Ring up to change the water to get a better deal on the broadband. That's his vibe. Loves it. Amazing. And... Boy, do I leave him to it. <laughs> Can I borrow him for a while? I'm in charge of the like I'm in charge of the electricity. I've had the same electricity provided for 14 years. And I realised that that is in this day and age absolutely ridiculous. It's literally throwing money in the fire. But it's well, me not to make a phone call. Anyway. So he plans. Okay. And then we go. And I go, I'm I don't not doing do any of that. <laughs> Let's see at the airport. So your gift, your <laughs> gift is you let him plan. You think that that's enough to make him happy. No. And then once you get no. there, and once you get there, you do nothing. I just disengage. <laughs> not, not, not that I disengage, but I'm just like. Do you do any of it? I do some. Okay. But like he, he'll say, like, I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're at that stage where he knows. He'll just go, I'm going to go off up a mountain to see a statue. I'm like, you knock yourself have out. It. Have a lovely time. Have I'm going to read four chapters and sit in a song manager. <laughs> Tell me how that but goes. You have the very best time. Send me a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What's up, me? All your joy. I look forward to it. Um, 
And the problem is, right, here's the problem, because then sometimes when we go somewhere and I want to do things, he's kind of planned what we're doing. Yeah. And I haven't planned. And they'll say, oh, do you know what? I want to do this. But it's kind of not in the plan. So so what happens then? Uh, well, it's my fault. Like, it's, it's absolutely my fault because what has happened is he has planned the sort of holiday he wanted. Yeah. And I've said, whatever. I've disengaged. Okay. Left it all up to him. Okay. So then I can't come back and be annoyed. No, you can't. Because I wasn't involved in the planning stages. And yeah. I think that's what's happened here. You have left him to it. <laughs> What are we gonna? What are we gonna do? Jump off a building? We're gonna abseil? Oh yeah, book it, book it. Yeah, fantastic. Once I don't have to do anything. Okay, now, and if you do that, you have to suck it up. You end up with the sort of holiday that he wants, where that he wants because he's done the planning, and you end up having to do what he's done because you've completely <laughs> taken yourself out of the planning pro- process. Okay, and I know because I've been there. <laughs> And how many years is this going on? A oh, long, long time. Okay. I mean, like, I will find myself walking up the steps of buildings and just going, Why am I this, here? We're here. Why? And you're here because you just... Because you love You him. didn't sit at home and Google. <laughs> yeah, whereas he will go, yeah, look, you know, look, we here's a way that we can, you know, see the city without doing the expensive bus tour. We can take this bus route and do it. It's like, fantastic, yeah. <laughs> Pay the money. <laughs> go on, do it. <laughs> Pay the money and let somebody tell me what I need to know. I know. <laughs> Whereas I'm just I'm not a box ticker You're not a box ticker No yeah. Like if I go to a place And people say You should go and see this I'm like well, Okay If yeah. I happen to be passing I'll drop in But I'm <laughs> Okay Have you been to New York Yes Alright Have you done the box stick in there What have I done in New York I did The Empire State Building You went up the Empire State Building Yeah Okay And I went out in a boat which I didn't see the point of now, to be honest. I went to see the to Statue, see of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. And I was like, well, it looks exactly the same from... <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> from where we were two hours ago. I mean... <laughs> I, I, I've been to New York so many times initially because I was working there and I didn't do any of that. I mean, obviously, the Empire State. But actually, I didn't really do the looking around until I went with my kids. Ah. And then I booked all the things that oh, were right. proper, you know, and then they literally looked at their phones the whole time. So... <laughs> I was really glad I did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, actually, it was worth doing. I, But you know, I would be different. I would want to do the stuff. Not the bungee jumping, to be fair. No. So I here's my take on it, Cass. Go on. Right? You have a year. Okay, you've pushed it away to the, the other next summer to get more money. You okay. need to get in that planning stage. You need to be making conversation about for every two hostels, I want a nice night. Right, so it's okay to stay in hostels for a wee bit, but you gotta have somewhere lovely to be looking forward to, you know. And then, so yeah, the holiday should reflect both of you. You You will will absolutely have a ball, and you'll adjust. I mean, you're living on what you're what you're used to now. When you go and you have a backpack on your back, trust me, you'll adjust very quickly, (laughs) and you'll be thinking, "Thank God." But absolutely, put in an odd luxury space, a couple of days in a nice place where you're just gonna chill. You know, let a Thai woman beat the bejesus out of you, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, you know those kind of things. You need to factor them in and make it part of the overall plan. And yeah. I, I think he'll probably be up for that. And it's your holiday too. Yeah. Make sure you enjoy it. You will. But and a little tip: don't ride him in a hostel. Oh God, no! Oh, that's a tip. But six months. Don't six months without don't riding in a hostel. Don't do it in a hostel. Six months without riding. If he wants it, it's a nice hotel. Yeah, there we go. Let's see him do a bungee jump with blue balls. 
I feel we went down a whole other treasure leg here. <laughs> we went too far. There. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> not the most comfortable thing I would have thought, especially with the harness. No, exactly. <laughs> the harness. No, you stand your ground, Kaz. You need to get what you want on this holiday. <laughs> And so does he. Yeah, it's all a negotiation. <laughs> Kaz, you know, I we we are really interested and I, I suspect we're going to get lots of updates. And let, let's know how the planning goes, right? Tell us what you've got. Tell us what your wins are because we need to know what your wins are. Oh, you know, yeah. 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 Let's see oh, how definitely. this situation changes by Christmas, right? And if you go to Australia, do me a favour, right? If you're going to Sydney, go into the opera house and just do a la-la-la-la. Sing in your eyes. Oh, God, yeah. In your eyes in the opera house. Yeah. If I ever go to the opera house, I'm going to play in your eyes. Will you? Yeah. No, ring me and I'll sing it. Listen, oh, better yet, let's why tour it together. To, why yeah, let's go to Australia? I keep waiting for people to play me. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hoping somebody's going to say, well, let's get Neve over to Australia are in the Eurovision oh, now. Oh, no, surely. Surely they want us to go. <laughs> Listen, if you're out there and you're in Australia. And you're if looking, you're listening in Australia. I want to come and gig there. She's a legend. I am. We have a bit a strong Irish expat community out there. Oh, have we? Let's start advertising agony rants to them. Oh, yeah, let's go go for that. Yeah, that's Definitely. what we'll do. And okay. then you'll go out, you do in your eyes. And then, Kaz, we could be there at the same time. And then your husband, or your boyfriend, sorry, could probably go and... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she wants us. No. I, don't, I don't think that's the sort of support she's after. No. I don't think she wants us in on the ground. <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. All right, Kaz. <laughs> Look, yeah, keep us posted on how it goes. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, just make sure that you're in on the planning. Oh, yeah, Because totally. if you're not in... You can't win. Yeah, don't be surprised if it gets away from you if you're not in on the planning stage. Okay, okay. And uh, that's speaking as somebody who has <laughs> rarely been, been in on victim the planning stage. I suspect, <laughs> I suspect your partner got more of a victim than almost, that. He I, has know gray, I mean, he has great holidays. Sometimes <laughs> I wish I went on them. <laughs> you, but you never had FOMO. <laughs> Do you know what, Neil? After he's done something? One thing I don't have is FOMO. Really? It doesn't exist, right? <laughs> You I've do never it, you understood do. FOMO. Have you not? No. Why not? Because the idea of that you're afraid because you're missing out, it means that you... <laughs> like, I've never wanted to do something. Ever? No, I just, I'm just like, I'm, I'm more than happy to sit at home. <laughs> I'm very sedentary. You may ask you are. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm like a hedgehog in winter. I, I know. <laughs> but we have another problem. We have another problem. It says I, I say that because it's got two exclamation marks on it. I feel I should make that effort. Hello. Um, firstly, I want to say I saw Garoud in Liberty Hall and it was amazing. Thanks so much. One of my friends dragged me. <laughs> now I'm a, <laughs> and now I'm a crazy wow. stalker fan. No. <laughs> Starts with a compliment and you followed with a slap in the face. I know, but that's quite a trajectory, isn't it? To go from I had to be dragged along yeah. to a crazy stalker fan. It's nice that I was able to win over somebody that was so clearly so objectionable <laughs> at the start. Uh, I love the show and absolutely love Neve. Thank you very much. Now, Amanda, we're with you all the way. Our best Eurovision entries ever, both of them. All right, definitely in the club now because you know both of them. Myself and my boyfriend have recently moved into our first place. We spent the summer getting our front and back garden in order and they look really great. It's a new estate and the gardens aren't blocked off yet, which is fine. But the problem is our neighbour has a dog. Okay, I know what's coming here. It is a little thing that it is mostly quite cute, except it leaves little presents behind. <laughs> when I say little, I mean massive. For a small dog, he can really crank it out. 
<laughs> Some of them are the same size as he is. Wow. Is, are you sure there's just one dog? Doing I'm sorry, this? we don't need two <laughs> sentences describing turds read by a Eurovision winner. I know it's I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, I don't know what to do. I don't want to start off on the wrong foot with my new neighbor, but at the same time, we are both sick of cleaning up after him. What do you think? Cheers, Amanda. Build a wall. <clears throat> no. Build a wall. Yeah, but you can't. Thank you and good night. I know. Okay. <laughs> That's short from you. Okay. So I have a different take, Amanda, because... Go on. All right. The wall is good, right? The fence yeah. is good. You know, definitely that's coming. But obviously, imminently, you need to deal with the situation. And if you allow this to continue, you're going to not get on with your neighbours regardless because True. you're just going to be cross Fair. about it, right? So here's the thing. I am a dog owner. I have been, you know, and it is my pet hate that dog owners do not clean up after their dogs. It's one of my absolute... Red rag to the bull. Now, occasionally a dog can get out and sometimes you miss it. That's fair enough. That can happen. However, you should know where your dog is crapping. If you don't, if that person does not know that that dog is crapping all (laughs) over that garden, then there's something very wrong with the world. You need to be talking to that neighbour and saying, lovely to me. Have you met the neighbour? You must have met the neighbour by now. Right. You must have. Right. So you've got to be going and saying, hello, neighbour. Nice to meet you. Can you please... Sort your dog out for crapping all over because we he's very cute, love him, can't be crapping all over my garden. And if that fails, you get bags or a shovel and you put it over on their land. That's it. it Move it into their garden? Yes! It's their shit. Neve! The dirty tricks. No, it's nothing dirty tricks. If they don't do if they don't take care about where the dog is crapping, if they're not watching where their dog is crapping. Oh, you're on a soapbox. I I am I am because actually, you know I feel like we're two sentences away from her saying throw them at our window. No, no, no. (laughs) Here's the problem with Amanda's problem. Okay. She's living in a state where the neighbors there's clearly no no walls. Yeah. And the neighbors okay with letting their dog run around. Yeah, no, that's wrong. That's wrong, and see, that's the first place we need so to start with that. So that makes me think that she that the neighbours don't really care that much. So she might have a bit of a fight on her hands. She might. Having said that, it's perfectly legitimate for her to say to her neighbour, yeah. you know, um, listen, you know, it's not the first thing you say, but what you do is you go, and if, if you've already met them, then you say how lovely the dog is, but unfortunately it seems to be pooing in our garden. Okay. You know, do you, you need to... Do you, is it okay if you deal with that? Because you know I'm not. I don't own a dog, and I'm not. I didn't sign up to pick up dog shit. But you know that sounds aggressive. What I'm saying is maybe they're not aware of it. Maybe not. You have to give them the benefit of the doubt to start. But quite frankly, you know, it, you don't have to deal with that. You shouldn't yeah. have to deal with that. I'm sorry, but the that other is, thing you could do as well, like I mean, obviously, say I'm on my I, I agree. Yeah. Say it to them. Yeah. I, th- I think that's good. I think nicely. that's good advice. Yes, yeah, nicely mm. and as nicely as you can. But then. If you're if you're worried if you're worried that they might you know wage a war then maybe just leave it at that you know and just say it once you know and then put up the fence as you say yeah I would say get as a fence up and I would say don't even do this thing of like well then we need to get a fence and I need half the money for a fence and it's like oh, no. just do put whatever a fence it takes up. pay for pay for a fence and you only have to put one you can do the other side another time. Yeah, but dogs, you know, if they're free roaming, they can go anywhere they want. Yeah, I mean, if, like, I mean, if, they're, <laughs> like, if, they're out if you put the a fence out like of the back. It, but it, if this is a small dog. Yeah, they'll take it. It's considered effort. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. get get just get the first one done. And then try and move on from it. Yeah. Like, I, I think that if you're new in an estate, like, the last thing you need is problems with your neighbours. No, no, definitely. Like, I totally get that. A, I totally, I, I agree with that. But at the but same even, time. Even, like, a neighbour that you're just, like, 
oh, she's gone out in her garden now. I'll just hold on for a second. It, even that's just horrible because you're mm. like, you feel, it's just a horrible thing to have, particularly at the start. Yeah. Because I always think if you fall out with your neighbour at the start, I think you can make friends with them at any time. But if you fall out at the start... It's nearly impossible. It's nearly impossible to do with that. But, I mean, this doesn't have to be a fallout thing, right? It doesn't. You can just mention, I had to pick up a few poos. Is there any chance you can sort that out? You know, and yeah, yeah. I, I know it's difficult to control it when they're, you know, because the fences are not there. What could come out of that situation uh-huh. is they could say, well, will you just text us every time there's, a, like, there's something there to be picked up? And I, I would say that that could be what will happen because it's the easiest thing for them to do is say, okay, well, yeah, just let us know if there's something that needs to be picked up. And then you're like, I've got to knock in every time. Like, just be aware that they could do that. And that's not a solution at all. Because no, that's then, not a solution. Because then you're going to be annoying them. You're going to be annoyed no. that you have to keep annoying yeah, them. Yeah, no, no. If it, no. Go, if it comes to that, then you get the fence. Just that's get it. the fence. And and just mark it in. Just be polite there. That's it. Yeah. And it's a new estate. There's going to be more people in there. So you're going to have... Yeah. Um, yeah. As they say... Good fences make good neighbours. Absolutely right. Now, so, so get one. Get a fence. Listen, good luck with this. Good it's, luck with it. I think you should go with your gut. I think you're probably better equipped. But definitely have a conversation. It's okay. As a dog owner, you need to be build able to Build a wall. Yeah, and then build a fence. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on, you know, We clear. know this. You any good at building walls? No, 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 no. One of my friends built. <laughs> one of my friends built a wall a while ago, and didn't like got the ratio wrong. The whole thing fell down. Uh, naturally. Yeah. Yeah. It was like he basically glued something together without using glue. <laughs> That's essentially what he did. Wow. Yeah. It's like putting up wallpaper with water. I have to say, I laughed <laughs> <laughs> right in his face when he told me. Absolutely delighted. Well, are you going home now to eat all the treats? I am, yeah. You going to dress up? Rest of the day off. For Halloween? Mm. No! Absolutely, I present, <laughs> pretend it's not happening. Lock the door, turn the lights off. It's been fabulous to talk to you. Oh, you too. Kaz, Amanda, we hope it works out well. Don't yeah. forget to send us a follow-up. And Philip, listen, you know, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> An apology. <laughs> I, I love it. I'm Ca- sorry, but quite frankly. down. Agonyrants at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. We yes. would love to hear from you. Problems, topics, anything you want. And we will chat to you next week. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. 